Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Hello, it's Thursday. Um, if you're this is the first time listening to the show, um, welcome. If it's not, guys, my kanks are on the mend. I was a little cranky and kanky. Earlier this week, I developed massive canker sores on my fucking tongue that all started on um, Saturday. I was dining at a restaurant I used to work at in uh, college, Kialage. I don't know why I'm talking very St. Louis today, but I'm in the mood. Because you just um, talked to your mom, probably. Yeah, probably that. That. <laughs> Even though she's from Cincinnati originally, but we definitely ad- adapted a St. Louis kind of accent. Um, yeah, so, um, I talked to my, it's almost like, uh, Fargo, you know, have you ever seen Fargo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my mom, uh, yeah, so I ate at, um, Aladdin Cafe in, uh, Lawrence, Kansas, and I took a bite of this, like, I think, 
you know, nightshades, I might be allergic to them, even though baba ganoush is my favorite fucking food. And it's made out of eggplant. Anywho, got a, my tongue erupted, like just got big, swelled on the sides. It like gets bumpy and swells when I have an allergic reaction to uh, tomatoes and lectins. <sighs> lectins. And, um, and then I bit the side of my mouth because it's swollen. And then boom, cankers. And then that those cankers just bred more cankies. And um, man, I was just... Poor little Nikki. I got that Dibacterol, which was like this um, treatment for it that my ortho hooked up for me. So painful. I did it yesterday and like the treatment's so painful. And then afterwards for like five to ten minutes, it's just stinging so bad that you just, it's the worst pain I've ever felt. Right up there with migraines. Like worst pain. And I'm just crying on the, like Kirsten was kind of like rubbing my back. I'm just like feeling so sorry for myself it almost felt good because it gave me a reason to cry which I want to cry just about being stressed out and sometimes I can't so it was nice to just cry and be like it hurts so bad and no one understands but canker sores are so painful and and you I, I can't do my two favorite things which are talk and eat um but then I wrote my orthodontist again and I said listen to back to all is not working for me and uh and they're getting worse and I sent her a, a photo that is alarming the mouth sores like I sent this photo to so many people <laughs> like on this thing that I'm doing where cameras are following me I was like guys look at my mouth be sad for me maybe cancel the shoot um and they were all like Jesus Christ I mean it is they were just gigantic white blobs in my under my tongue and if you have canker sores it just like hurts looking at them if you've ever known that pain anyway I wrote to my orthodontist again sent her a picture and she was like Jesus Christ okay I'm gonna prescribe you this mouthwash this other mouthwash and then another balm and man if you get canker sores the the mouthwash that really did it for me was an antacid like mylanta that's what she was saying. She was saying, you know, it's maybe try switching around my Atlanta. And I was like, I had never heard of that. But she goes, I'm just going to give you a prescription for something like it. Boy, the soothing. It was almost instant where it was just like, oh, my God, the answer. There was like some steroid thing, too, that I took. So, I mean, it was all just like, thank God for mo mama, modern medicine, M&Ms. I literally said that yesterday. I go, thank God for thank God that my local pharmacy has something on their shelf that will take away this pain that radiates through my eardrum in my brain and is making me miserable and making me so not able to be fun, f friendly, funny, just, and you don't even realize I was just like, wow, I w just wasn't funny yesterday, I guess. I've just been not in a good mood and I thought it was because of, you know, I'm, you know, I told you this, no, I was getting upset about relationships in my life and it was all cranky canky and now they're gone and today I woke up and I'm so grateful for like you know they're still there there's still a little pain but man 95% better than it was and like god what like I have so much appreciation for like not being in chronic pain and if you are out there in chronic pain I feel for you so much so so much I like have all the swells for you my tongue had all the swells too this weekend and that's why I bit it but it's just there's there's nothing like getting well to make you appreciate 
how good life is and how grateful you are and how good you have it for about an hour or two. And then you go back to bitching about, you know, that my Instagram is being slow. Uh, my phone is like, God, the storage is full. <laughs> I've heard so many people complain about their storage being full on their phones recently. Like that's the number one complaint for people in my life. I'm like, our lives are pretty fucking good then. No, you said, we, you asked me before we started the podcast, how's your cankers? And then you said, how's your um, soul and mind? And I was like, yeah. oh, we should always do that. We should, uh, like, no, you said S- soul and SBS. brain. Soul, body, brain. Oh, BS, BSB. Backstreet Boys, body, soul, brain. Um, so I love that. Let's check in on, my body is like an, an eight and a half today, but I'm appreciating it like it's a 12. Um, my soul is feeling very good and I'm at a 10 for my soul and my brain is probably like an eight and a half. So I'm, I'm oh, really good. firing. I'm firing off. I, I'm feeling good. What about you? What, what's your BSB today? Body feels, I would say maybe like a seven, eight soul. I'd say like a four because I realize Shit. I have some like unresolved conflicts uh, that I'm just like avoiding and uh, I just got to take hmm. care of it. And what are you, go- you going to do? You without uh, going into detail. I'm not going to go into detail. I have a call with my therapist today, which is good. I didn't have one last week because she was oh, on vacation. Um, mm. <laughs> and man, I needed How it last she? week. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it is so nice to with that you know you don't have to go into any detail whatsoever but what um did you thought this thing wasn't bothering you anymore or was it a new thing that you never even knew existed and you're like holy shit i've got resentments here was it like that or is it something that you thought was resolved and now is bubbling up where it's do you not, categorize it so okay uh, it's it's two things but I'll, I'll talk about one one of it has to do with my mom and like us not speaking mm-hmm. and i just have to address it like I have to figure out a relationship that makes me feel comfortable and also like not guilty and also not like I'm doing something against my will (laughs) you know so I'm just so it's so complex I'm so torn up about it I don't know what I want from that relationship um but I definitely don't want to feel what I feel right now like not speaking to my mother and she's kind of like alone so it's just like uh, it's, it's, it's really tearing me up, to be honest. I hear you. That's got to be so hard because you're hurt. The things you're hurt about, you're probably not going to get the... Um, she's not... Let me... I'm just going to guess that, you know, when I've been in these situations, you're hurt by someone. Um, they're not going to apologize or be accountable for how they've hurt you in the way that you need to actually move on. Or maybe there's no way that they could. Yet they're still alive, they're in pain, um, or alone, or whatever. You feel a guilt for not being there for them, but you also, like you said, you don't want to just do it because, but she's your mom, Noah, she's blood. Like this whole thing of like, yeah. well, someone should have said that to her when she did blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing or I'm, yes. I'm projecting. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I... So often I think back on the uh, therapist I had who was pretty terrible to me for a while. but And she was the first person to kind of go, oh, you know, your parents, you, th- you thought they were perfect, which is great. And it helped you survive. And they are so good. I'm like, 
but they 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 drop the ball some places and 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 maybe in obvious places others not so obvious and i remember she said that i had to mourn the loss of the mom that i wanted to have and that's not you know if my mom watches this i want her to know that doesn't mean that you're not a great mom that that means that i ha- you know we all have this fairy tale kind of uh, we imagine our perfect mom and no one's ever gonna be that and so I have to mourn the loss of the mom that I wish would do this thing and ask me about this thing and touch me in this way and I wish I had the dad that would have done this instead of this and you know and you just go there's like this um anger of like why didn't I get that mom and you almost have to kill her like you have to like you have to like um I remember feeling like my mom like died or something like this. I had to kill off this person I was waiting for her to become. And it was like this really, I don't know if anyone's been through it before. And I'm sure you have, no, you've done so much Mm -hmm. work, but this kind of mourning process of like killing off the expectations and it doesn't make everything perfect overnight, but like having no expectations. But at the same time, my, my old therapist wanted me to like, cut off things with my mom if thing you know if i if she doesn't do this and change her ways i have to put a boundary and go then i don't want to be around you anymore and that oh. that was her method that she wanted me to employ and i tried it for a little bit and i don't i just didn't want to do that and thank god like i just um my mom's not perfect i still get so aggravated with her and it's a different situation than yours but um and and with my dad as well and I believe if I ever have kids, they'll deal with the same thing. Well, they'll have to kill off the version of the mom who isn't me. You know, whoever I end up marrying is going to have to kill off the version of the woman that they thought that they were going to marry. And I love to do that to for the man. Like, I'm sure there are things that Avi does that you're like, okay, I wish he didn't do that. Or I wish I could change that. That's why I'm very fascinated in my friends, husbands, and like the people they've chosen to be with forever. Like, but he's not, like, what about when he does something that you're like, why do you do that? (laughs) Like, how do you just not go, I don't, I can't be with someone like this. Like, I just want to cut it off and go, bye. And especially because they're not, I just, I don't know what that is about me that wants to just do what you're probably doing to your mom right now and going like, well, fuck you. If you're not going to change and you don't want to address this, bye. But then there's all the things where you're like, I don't know, Noah. Do you just feel like there's still a relationship to glean from like reaching out to your mom again? Okay, well, that's the thing. The answer to that is no. I don't see having any kind of meaningful relationship with her. But at the same time, I do feel I'm like, there's a pandemic. The whole world seems to be like crumbling apart. And she's she's on her own. Like she she moved to a different state away from all of us. And I, I just don't feel like a good person. I know. I get what you're saying. But, and me, like, do you ever think about looking at it from like a social worker's perspective? If she was one of your, like, she was on your sheet of people you have to check in on, like just a job, not getting, not just checking in to be like, are you well? Like, are you good? I want to talk to you. Tell me a story about your life, like checklist to make you feel like you're not alone and having no, because I think, I mean, I'm I, I'm guessing 
you've let a lot of the expectations go, it sounds like. Like, you're not yeah. expecting any kind of relationship. But there must be something holding you back from reaching out to her because there must be some kind of feeling that you get after it that makes you feel sad or bad. Yeah, or angry. Yeah. I just don't want to be yeah. an angry person. And um, I think it's just like I have to learn how to manage that relationship, how to set boundaries better, and how to keep the door open as much as I want. Because she tends to just like barge in. And I don't think it comes from a bad place. I just... I just can't take it and I have to learn how to control how much the door opens. And I think you're hitting it so like, right? Like I want to tell you right now, first of all, you're a good person. And I know that that me telling you that is not going to make you just like go, oh, okay, thanks, Nikki. I'm done feeling that way. But you really are, girl. Like you're, anyone who knows you knows that you're there for your friends and anyone who is loving to you, you're loving to them. And even people who aren't loving, like just strangers. You're just like such a kind person. And if your mom showed you, if your mom deserved your kindness, you would give it to her. Even like, even a little bit. Like the, it says a lot that you are wanting to put up a boundary there. And like people make their own beds, you know? And it's, there's something so sad about living alone and being alone. And they really don't have a choice, you know? with no free will, I do believe like your mom does not have a choice but to be alone. Like she, you go, oh, just make some friends. Like go out and find a hobby and like meet people. It's just like they can't fucking she do can't. it. And they just, it's, it's, it's so sad. It, it's just sad to think of someone that you know just being alone. Just loneliness is sad. Um, but it doesn't mean... You have to sacrifice your own. But the anger thing, dude. It's sneaky. I mean, I had an anger explosion last night that I was just like, did not know how to like even deal with the anger that spouted out of me because I felt in a moment, Andrew and I had a, like a really good talk last night um, right before we went to bed. But it was only spurred by the fact that I like, we were talking about, you know, some drama in our lives and, uh, I misunderstood something that he was saying and I felt like he was kind of saying, I mean, the only reason I hang out with, the only reason we hang out is because you're my boss. Like, otherwise it's, you know, we, we kind of, but it's difficult having a best friend who is of the opposite sex, who is, you know, an attractive person for both of us, for both, uh, you know, and like, the thing is, Brenna's so cool about it. Never has made me feel weird. I've n- there's no reason she should feel weird. Anyone who knows us knows that that's uh, the 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 way our relationship is. But it it seems to be um it's just not something that I think a lot of people can understand or handle. And I am really resentful of the fact that like you know I've been talking about this all week. Like when you get married, you just have to like kiss your one life goodbye. Because it, your your life becomes someone else. And it's not like you kiss it goodbye completely, but it's really hard to integrate the single life, which I'm not out like fucking people every night, but it's like I if I've always said when Andrew and I get partners that we're gonna hang out less, right? Like that just happens because we're both like the reason we hang out so much is because we don't have we're we're pretty much filling that role without the sexual stuff. But also we're friends. So like if we were just best guy friends, 
there, you know, it wouldn't be of discussion if, if Brenna was cool with it or not, which she is, but it wouldn't even, we wouldn't go, wow, she's so cool about you being friends with me. If I was a guy, it wouldn't be of note. And I was just kind of getting frustrated. And we watched Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion last night with Kirsten. And I was like with Kirsten and that movie is so sweet about two adult best friends who live together, two women. And, you know, in the end of the movie, Michelle gets the guy and Romy is just like hanging out with her. And I was like, the whole movie, Andrew kept saying that Kirsten was a Romy and I was a Michelle. And I'm like, secretly, I was like, I've always been, I know I'm a Romy. I'm the girl that doesn't get the guy, but who like has good ideas and is like, come on, Michelle, like, let's do this. And Michelle's just like, okay, let's do it. She's like fun and a little bit more adventurous and like everyone likes her and bubbly. And then in the end, Michelle gets the guy and then Romy's like, can I come along in your helicopter with you? Like Romy doesn't end up with a guy, which I kind of like about that. And they end up like opening a shop together. And I'm like, I want that. And I, I feel like, you know, when I'm pursuing my own relationship and I see, you know, and we talk about Andrew moving out, I'm totally fine with us moving out. I just don't know that we'll hang out as much. And there's a little bit of sadness to me about that. But also... I think where I got really upset was that, you know, he he was saying, like, guys shouldn't even have a big uh, problem with us hanging out because, you know, Brenna's so cool about it. And I, I probably a lot of my life revolves more around you. I spend more of my time doing what you want to do than you do what I want to do. So a guy that might be threatened by me in your life, if you're if we're talking about you dating men and 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 having conflict when you tell them that you live with your best friend or like you have a best guy friend that you're like work partners with those guys shouldn't be as jealous as Brenna has reason to be because I spend way more time with you doing what you want to do around your schedule than you do with me and I go yeah because you work for me like that would also be like Brenna's so cool that I go to work and I'm like why does Brenna have to give you why do we even have to and the thing is this is not about Bre Brenna is cool and has never been an issue, but I just took it as like, oh, well, isn't that convenient for you when, you know, maybe, and, and let's not even say Brenna, any girl in your life would ever get threatened by me. You can throw me under the bus and be like, well, I have to, she's my boss. Whereas when a guy gets jealous of you in my life, I go, I want him around because I like him. You know, like I don't have the excuse of like, he's my boss. I got it. Sorry, babe. And it's like, that offended me a little bit because I'm like, I I want I want to be able to be friends with anyone and have them go. No, she's my friend. I like hanging out with her as opposed to I, I don't even want to. But like, I gotta make a paycheck. She pays me, and I just felt like it was. Do you under, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> and I just snapped. I was like, Oh, I'm so oh, Brenna's so sweet. To let you go to the, to let you work for me. And like, I, and you're so, thank you so much for hanging out with me. And that I, like, you wouldn't otherwise. And now I, and I, I even said, I go, I know you fucking throw me under the bus if she's a little bit annoyed that you have to go out of town for the weekend. You're not like, I want to. You're just like, well, Nikki needs me there. Like, it's like, Nikki, she's a lot. Like, I know how we talk about our bosses. And listen, I can be a lot, but I just, I don't want, I don't get to use men in my life as an excuse like that. Like, I, I got to put up with Andrew. He's the, I, don't, I don't need to make an excuse. I can just be like, I actually like him a lot, and he makes me laugh. That's why I want him around. And if you have a problem with that, well, then, bye. You know, I have to kind of, like, 
I have to say the harder thing, which is I like someone aside from the fact that they pay me or something. And, you know, that's just the nature of our relationship. And so it just made me feel like, fuck, I doubt he would hang out with me if I didn't give him an opportunity. But I I just know that's not true. That's not true. And that's why we we kept talking and then we got to a place where I was like, listen, I know you didn't mean to say that, but it just felt like. I'm like I'm the old like ball and chain that you can just go god I don't even Brenna I don't want to be with her I just have to and it's like sometimes you do want to hang out with me and that's okay too that you don't need to make it like I ha- oh, I don't want to like you should be able to just go get lunch with me and not because I'm your boss but because you want to and I feel like you know men and women can't really be friends because our you know if we want to have relationships outside of that it's just too it's too threatening and this and this is not talking about anyone in our immediate lives. I'm just like kind of examining, you know, I just feel like marriages and relationships feel like a trap and feel like ownership. And I don't want to be owned and I don't want to be feel like I have to, you know, well, I have to hang out with Andrew because um, he has this thing I need to pick. He's bringing this thing from the, that I have to get from it's like. Can't we just be like, I like this person and it doesn't mean, I don't know. But I said to Andrew, I go, would you be okay with Brenna having a best friend that's a guy that makes her laugh harder than, uh, like, that makes her laugh the hardest she's ever laughed? Would you be okay with that? And he was like, uh, I go, right? So I'm kind of, it's not a good, it's not a great position to be in so i gotta dump him but let's get him in here so i can talk to, to him about just kidding <laughs> and that brings us to just kidding which we'll talk about in a second andrew hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, Glovey. Hey, what's going on? Um, Sweet look. Did Thanks. you like that text I just sent you? Yeah. yeah. Well, at first, I didn't get the video. It's funny when you send oh the video. Oh, my God. You didn't get the video at first, so you were just freaking out? <laughs> Not freaking out, but I was just like, did you get my text? Yeah. So I texted him last night after our good. I just told them about our talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And I said that after, the t- after we talked. Uh, I didn't say this, but I just was like feeling so good. I was just like, oh, that was the best talk. Like we resolved this like really tense moment where I got really angry, like really angry, more angry than I've been in a really long time because I felt like you were saying you only hang out with me because I pay you. No. And that's how I, and I misinterpreted it. I mean, if it was more money. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, yeah, I think it got lost in my mouthlation. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, like it'd probably be, with my lisp, it's probably better I just text you. (laughs) (laughs) If you did like the, the, the voice speak. Yeah. It would just be snake emojis um, and like water splashes and your phone. You'd have to put your phone in rice. Um, no, but I like ah, that's a knee slap. We had a good uh, we had a good uh, talk. And so I, I, you know, we rarely express um, like I was just feeling like a lot of love for you as my friend. I was just like the same way I, I say to my girlfriends all the time, like, God, I love you. Like, I was just like, I love you. Thank you so much for that. T- I forget what I said, I said before we went to bed. And he didn't write back because it didn't even deliver. I wasn't like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then this morning you wrote me back and a really nice thing. 
But uh, I was driving when I got your text, so I couldn't write back because um, I was already texting someone else. And um, I was reading a book <laughs> as I was on the highway. And yeah, um, and you were in the backseat. <laughs> and, uh, and then I also saw my mom this morning, and she kept saying her classic, Jessica, my mom does this thing, Noah, where she will say something really offensive. She'll be like, <laughs> Nikki, that skirt is too short on you. Just kidding. Like, she'll, or she'll be like, I love the Taliban. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> and she just cuts it with a JK. Just kidding. And so today I got her to say a just kidding. And I, I filmed it. And I didn't even film it knowing that I was going to use it. But that I, I wrote back Andrew after he wrote mm-hmm. me back. So he wrote me back in the morning after I'd sent it. We had just gone to bed and I sent the text. So it's like, I figured he was going to be still up. But he didn't get it till this morning and he wrote back. And I just wrote back, to be honest, um, I was really upset about your the delay and you getting back to me. And then I let it sit. And then like two <laughs> seconds later, I sent this. Hold on. Let me just play my mom. Wait, do you have it, Noah? I wish you, I put, got it. I wish you posted it on like Instagram because you could just repeat it over and over. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so then I sent Andrew. It just should kid. be a doll that you like pull the string. And kicking. Julie Glazer Should we doll. make it? If anyone makes dolls out there that can talk. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or make us all dolls. That'd be um, great. But um, I send that as, because I hate pranks. And you know that I hate any kind of like, you think this for a second. I wanted to instill, I sent them together. But the yeah. video didn't arrive. Yeah, it's always funny when a video's delayed. When you're trying to uh, set up like the punchline of the joke. And you're just like, fuck. Oh, and it's. And then you can't delete. Or you try to send a you send a picture and then you write a caption for it and it sends and the you want the picture to go after it and you're like fuck 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 like cancel because it just <laughs> dude needs that to happened be. to me when I was dog walking. I, <laughs> I think I told you the story, but Ari sent a picture of his dad in boxers, and I was like, yeah. And I zoomed in. I go, nice dad's dick. And then oh. I sent it to a dog owner oh. instead of back to the group chat. And it nice took- dad's dick. <laughs> Just a zoom in of a dad's dick and boxer. And so I tried to like un, I was like, uh, unsend, unsend. Because oh I could see God. it still working because I was in a basement for a comedy show. So I was like, oh, I have time. And then I didn't say anything. You know, like I didn't, you can't write to that. Hey, no. sorry about the dad's dick. Hey, I'm on a chat with my friends and he sent yeah. a picture of his dad's dick. And, <laughs> Nothing and his sounds dad is, good. Not, there's no explanation. I mean, so, even even knowing you guys, I'm a little confounded at it. So that was on the weekend. And so then I went in on Monday to walk the dogs and I could tell he wouldn't like look me in the eye. <laughs> like I felt like a weird vibe from him that I never felt before. And I was like, hey. But you didn't write anything. I didn't write anything. I just let it sit Andrew? because I didn't know because I thought I might have deleted it before it got there. Oh, gotcha. I thought maybe because is there it was any still... way to stop a text from sending mid send? I don't know. John Gruden would like that uh, for the email. I don't know. Okay, I don't know who that is. He's the one that just got fired for writing misogynistic and homophobic. He was a football coach. Oh, I don't know. They this. went through his private emails. Is this our sports moment? Can we get it over with? No, this isn't. This is oh. emails. They went through his private. This is more of an email thing. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So anyway, so I end up. Going to the guy, I go, hey, man, did you um get a text from me over the weekend? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, the, it was a friend thing. And the dad's dick, like, it was his dad. I would just write, <laughs> listen, I know this is insane, but 
I my friend and like I feel like guys. Yes, understand yeah, he was. That. A, he's a cool guy. He yeah. got he got it. Like, but it Noah, definitely could have gone very awry. Noah, do you have the video that one of our listeners sent of their dog's penis? Did I ever send you that? Yes, you did. Do you have it? Because I really want to show Andrew. I've been done. I, I I cannot believe I've forgotten. I've sit sat on this for so long. You sat on the I mean, dog's I, dick. I mean, I couldn't. It would seriously <laughs> come up through my throat. It what is, kind of dog is it? Um, I I don't. Uh, it's, I mean, some dogs have hogs. Wait, what's the biggest dick you can think of a dog having? Just give me give me what you think you believe. Because I got to say, when they this girl wrote in and said my... Because I was talking about Luigi's penis yeah. being too big. I mean, they're usually thin for a dog. If it's a thick, thick cock, Dude, it's, it's probably like I a Rottweiler or something. have never seen anything like this. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Well, when Noah finds it, we'll, we'll watch it. But until then, stay tuned for this dog dick because it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Literally. But, yeah, I, w- I was really... Um, I, I we we got through such a good talk last night. That was like a a really uh, mm-hmm. perfect uh, friend uh, 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 conflict. And uh, I just feel like we're at a really good place right now. Yeah. And I and I and I don't you know whatever like like whatever you're doing like towards me like be, put, like nice like not like I hate to cut wise, Andrew like, off but I have the dog's dick do you want to see yeah, it yeah please do because that was getting too sincere and I was getting really um, yeah, I felt like I someone sweating. put a dog's dick in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> I was like you know a dog dick okay, okay. Noah are you gonna put it up on the screen yes if this thing allows me to I mean this is like Bigfoot footage you like I can't even did the dog sign a consent? I'm feeling a little nervous. Here. I know. I, I asked the girl if we could show it, and she said yes. So okay. this is totally consensual. The 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 carpet <laughs> that it was dragging on did not consent to have to be penetrated this way. Way too. What you was see the carpet this? wearing? <laughs> Hold on. Where is this dick? <laughs> I'm so like it's. Oh my god! It's not. It's not. It's not going to let me show it. It's that big. Oh, it won't let you show it. No, if you text it to me, I can just hand it to him. Okay. And I don't think it's going to fit. I'm going to have to go get my iPad. It is <laughs> so big, Andrew. It's, Should we put it on the big screen? I mean, we will later. We'll transfer it on there. But um, yeah, I mean. Too it, many gigabytes. It was when this girl sent it to me, I just go, okay, your dog has a big dick. Let me just watch this video. And I was. Well, I tell you all the time, Rottweilers have sex butt to butt. They start doggy style. And then the male Rottweiler will turn around and bang her through his own legs backwards because then he gets more, I guess. Fr- they do the he- reverse doggy? They do your style? Where yeah, they- but they're both doggy. Butt to butt? Butt to butt. That is so weird. I know, but that's how thick and long their cocks are. Oh, my God. Wait, do they put it oh, in doggy style and then they step over their own and they twist it around? Oh, yeah, I guess I guess that's how it would have to happen. And yeah. N- do- yeah. Yeah. Okay, Noah sent it to me. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. I'm like, I I can't wait for you your reaction. Okay. Okay. You have a glove on, by the way. Yeah, golf, golf glove. glove. Okay, let's see this. Oh my god! Oh my god! Andrew, describe what you're seeing. It's purple. It's a monster. It's How big an is absolute it? monster. It's probably no joke. I mean, the dog isn't a huge dog. No. I'm going with like about a seven inch thick hog 
And then he blows himself at the end, which is no, cool. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. What? Yeah, he sucks his own cock. I mean, why? How couldn't you? You're right there. I mean, it's already in his mouth, pretty much. Yeah, it looks like an old, like, kind of sheepdog, dude. He's walking like yeah. he's just got off a horse. I mean, maybe he he's ha- maybe he's a quarter horse. I mean, that that is. I I, I would be embarrassed to walk that dog around. Yeah. I, Especially, just... I'd be embarrassed to be her husband. <laughs> I couldn't fucking live with that dog in the house. I'd have to neuter everything. <laughs> I'd neuter his penis and leave the balls. I'll tell you that. I mean... <laughs> Every morning I'd wake up and be like, are you fucking serious? So we're back to a good place. Yes, yes. Yeah. We were in a good place last night. It was all good. Yeah. It was all gravy. It was all gravy. I was just, yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm really just struggling with just having Kirsten come back and hang out so much. I love it so much. And I just get so sad when she leaves. And I blame, like, monogamy for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just blame... Like, you blame that she's I blame married. This, I blame... The only friends I hang out with are single girls. Like, once my friends get in relationships and, like, get married, it's just, like... I know I've brought this up all this week, but it just... Why does it have to be that? Why can't we all live but in communal, But here's the thing. If you, like, if you got in cults, a very serious relationship, you might end up doing the same shit. I want to stay so. friends with everyone. That's why I won't get in a relationship because I don't want, I don't like that when, when it starts yeah. to be like, no, now it's just us and mm-hmm. we're creating our own new thing. Like I want to take all of our friends with us. I can't, I don't want to say goodbye to this life. And I, but I don't have to. That's the thing. I was just like, oh, I have a satisfying sex life. We were even talking about, you know, if I was in a long distance relationship or if I was with someone and, we couldn't be together all the time because of my schedule or their schedule. How many times I would need to see that person a month mm-hmm. for inter- intercourse? Honestly, <laughs> twice a week on Av would be great to have sexual intercourse and hang out with that person. I don't need more than that. I think I could sustain a relationship where we see each other two days a week, and then some days, you know, obviously have weeks where we, we're together. But I generally think that's a good, and I don't mind if they hooked up a little bit with that. With we'll like, apply that me. to your friendships. With Kirsten, you get three solid, amazing friendship days. You almost get her 100% exclusively. Yeah. Rather than a little bit here and there if if she lived in the same town. Right. You might not see, you know, you, when we live in New York or whatever, we I see- see friends all the time. Eh. No, I was, dude. I was. If you went to the olive tree, I guess. No, I was meeting up with Sarah Lena and Elna and Anya every yeah. night. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I you guess know, you saw Sarah- your friends more. To Andrew's point, Esther Perel talks about this, and you can't have your partner be your everything, your emotional no. support, yes. your and that's what I think people golf do. partner. Yeah, exactly. So imagine how much richer your partnership with whoever you choose to be in a, in a you know sexual relationship with, and all that. How much richer it would be if you did have friends who fulfilled the things that your partner couldn't really fulfill. Yeah, and then and and to go back to your point, Noah, of you know, kind of, or the thing we were talking about before about like mourning the loss of the moms we wanted or the partners we wanted, and like, yes, it would be amazing to have a partner who just checks every fucking box, and so you don't need anyone else. It just doesn't exist, and so you know, there's gonna be. I might end up with someone who isn't funny, let's say. But like, okay, I have funny friends. It seems absurd that I would be with someone who isn't funny, would want a romantic relationship with someone who isn't funny. But I also have friends who aren't funny that give me other things that I don't I don't expect them to be funny, you mm-hmm. know? Or 
you know, there's some things that I think are just deal breakers. Like I need a guy who fucking, you know, goes down on me. But you can have like your friends for that. <laughs> In a funny way. I like, mean, yeah. Well, think about like, uh, what's her name? Alana Glazer. Like yes. she married like a scientist who she like met on a train who like is the antithesis of what you would think yeah, of. Yeah, I gotta take more trains, sounds like. Well, these planes ain't getting me. Nah, these planes. <laughs> no, you would think like, I don't know. I mean, I think like, yeah, you find someone that, that they don't have to fulfill everything. I just I think, think at I the end of the day. that. For me, I just want someone that can get along with everyone. Like that's me the too. number one. For anything. Easy going. Easy going. Not someone that you have to worry about when you bring them to something. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm I can offer that too. Like I love when I've been in relationships and I've been brought into like a kind of high stress, I don't know anyone situation where they know everyone. And they say to me afterwards, and I've gotten this compliment a couple of times, I never had to worry about you being like, Oh, I gotta go make sure she's okay and not mm-hmm. like feeling alone. Even if I am feeling alone, I can just sit there alone. I'm okay. Like I love that I can offer people that, that I'm self-assured enough. And I wasn't always like that. I would have been like, why are you leaving me? Like, you didn't talk to me at all. It's like, now I can really be secure enough in those settings and, and, and give that gift to someone who, you know, has to do a lot of heavy lifting around family and friends or whatever. And also, even if I am feeling left out, they know that I'm not going to be like pouty later. Yes. And be like, uh, because I've done that before too, of just being like, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. And just Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, and and they they might leave you alone, and they know you're okay, but they know that you're gonna have resentment about it. Like I can truly now let go of that, I think, and realize going into a situation, this isn't the Nikki show. Like you can have that when you get home. He's not gonna be doting on you all the time. You can't if you want that. You got, you're asking for a pushover, and you don't. You're not attracted to men that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's kind of something I've had to. And I think like with that, with. it depends on like how well, obviously with COVID now, but like there's nothing worse than being worried about someone else. Oh, at like a party, at a party, yeah, yeah. When you bring yeah. someone in, you're like having to like just make sure that they're not feeling awkward or. And I listen, I, but that's but saying that, I also want to say Noah, if you ever go to something with me, like an event where you feel awkward, and I go, no, I got you, I like that. But like a yes. partner that you're just like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. It's not as big of a deal as you're making it. I'm not disrespecting you by leaving you over there. I want you to come along, but if you want to go over there, I'm going to leave you there and know that you're going to be okay. I'm going to be by the shrimp cocktail party over there eating some shrimp. You go hang out with people. I'll be fine. I'll be with the shrimp. But I also love someone who is willing to admit that they're scared going into a social situation and is going to say, hey, listen, this is what I need from you. And I'll go, oh, my God, thank you for like, this is what I can give you. Let's compromise. Yes, there's a difference between here are my fears and I don't want to go because, dude, I fucking hate talking to people and I hate this and I hate just using the word hate all the time as opposed to like, oh, no, I'm just scared. Like, there's a difference between those two things. and. You know, I mean, look, I get it. Some it's social so interactions, some scared. social parties are the fucking worst. And you don't know anyone there. And you feel like you're out in left field. So you want to feel attended to by your significant other because you're so uncomfortable. But, like, there's a way to just be like, flow. Let's all just <laughs> flow. But then it's interesting because then on the other end of that is like, yeah, let's just fucking flow. Let's fucking... 
eat and acid go, at the party, dude, whatever. And it's like, whoa, whoa, that's too much flow. Yeah, too you much drink, flow. They, they drink a little too much. They get to be, they're, they're taking chances on the dance floor that you're like, I don't think that you'll want to see the still photo of that later on. Yeah, there's, I, you, you just want someone, and I think this comes back to the best relationships are ones where each individual would be fine without the other person. You're not dependent mm. in any way. Like, that's what my old abusive therapist used to say, and I really do believe that was the one nugget I got from her, aside from the fact that I'm not a beauty and that's okay, is that w- the best relationship is one that you can live without, with or without, and you'll be fine. Like, the way Cher describes men, she's like, I think they're a luxury. They're not a necessity. I, it, my life is good. I might get a nice Bentley, but I don't need a Bentley to get around. Like, I feel for the first time ever that um, and that's why Cher dated Dev- David Geffen for 18 months in the fucking 70s. David Geffen was gay. Yeah. For 18 months, he was in a, a love affair with Cher. They were d- the most in love he's ever been. They were deeply in love, lived together. It came out of nowhere. He The first woman he'd ever been attracted to. And, um, and I just am like, oh, that's why Cher was just like, this guy actually adds to my life. Come along. I don't even care if you're gay before. Like, I just want you around, and until you, until I fall in love with, um, who did she fall in love with? The one, guy that died. Uh, uh, that what are those brothers? The not Doobie Brothers, the a- Allen Brothers, the uh, Allen Parson, or the mm. some one of those brother yeah. bands. She fell in love with one of those Greg Allman, Allman Brothers. Oh, Allman Brothers. She fell in love with Greg Allman and kicked uh, old Geffen to the curb. But I just like that because. She, Ever since I heard her say, she said so many great things of like, mom, I am like, I just want you to marry a rich man. Mom, I am a rich man. And like the men are a luxury that she goes, I love men. They're like dessert. I love dessert. Do I have it? Do I need dessert? No, but uh, it's nice to have sometimes like, and that's not insulting men of like, you're not shit. We don't need you. It's like, no, you like, you would make my life better. But if I don't have you, I can still be okay. Yeah, it's like women for me are just a hole in the wall. Yes. With hair. In the wall. <laughs> Although I do sometimes when I'm in a physical relationship, I miss masturbating. I miss like having yeah. a little quiet orgasm by myself in bed, like laying like a uh, in a sarcophagus. But why can't you have that in a relationship? Oh, because if you live with someone. Because I, well, I'll have to suck a dick. Like I have to like yeah. d- d- f- service someone, which I like doing as well. But, but what about sometimes sneak, I just like, want to service myself. When you have like two days off from that person, do you feel like, okay, it's time to masturbate? Or you're like, okay, no. I'm kind of tired now. I don't even feel sexual. No, sometimes I just, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, no, I just came a couple times the other day, so I don't need to. But there are sometimes where I'm like, I just I want to see what kink.com has out. Like they put out some new videos probably and they've been making more videos steering towards my preferences cuz I think they're learning that you know gangbangs should be supportive. Well, they see your Poshmark purchases. Yeah, they, they know connect what's up. The oh god, I've yeah, I have a couple bondage pieces <laughs> saved on there. Uh, okay, let's get to the news. The news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Happy Thursday, folks. It is Thursday, so we all know what that means. It is Thursday. Oof. Hope you're having all the swells out there. Nikki is... I just got a canker sore burn in my ear. It's like coming up through my ear. It's fine. I'm being a little bit of a baby. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. I'm a little sicky baby. Oh, you... What do you want, your bottle? It's called the sick roll in psychology. Remember last night when you told... 
we confirmed that we would both be really good psychologists. And then you said that there was math involved. Yeah. I don't know what kind of math, but I remember. We're out. I remember I took one psychology class in college that I cheated every time on. Yeah. And I think I actually was given the final. I think I said my grandma died again. And uh, she ate like an older new banana or something. And then like she had ham drip. And then like, you know. No, but like, so, but they You're gave me, I got to take the test by myself and I snuck in notes Even and I with, still failed the test with the information in front of me. I think the the numbers that you saw that the math was just the time of the class that you That's true. should have showed up for. I didn't know what time it was. Okay. A house where, oh, have all the swells. Okay. A house when teen violently murder. Oh, a house where teen violently murdered his mom and sisters features chilling Halloween display 20 years after the killings. Okay. Well, that's awful. Yeah. So John Sisling. 20 years ago. Beat his mother and teen sister with a baseball bat. Uh-huh. Um, oh, God. Uh, I guess it's the sports moment. And stabbed <sighs> them. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Okay. And stabbed him with a kitchen knife before he plunged a blade into his distraught six-year-old sister's throat. Okay. I mean. That's a tough We don't need to hear distraught. (laughs) I'm guessing she was distraught. His calm and placid six-year-old sister who just watched her mother get beaten with a bat. I mean, this. Uh, Specifics make things so much worse. (laughs) And Uh, they don't know what she was at the time. They don't know if she was distraught. They're adding things yeah, to make it more. Yeah, this is before baby cam and like TikTok where she filmed it. Yeah. Um, oh, there are three gravestones around. Oh, so nowadays. So the people that live there now are the paying homage to the murders Here's by the de- decorating it for Halloween. It was their family's home. They've lived in it. They rented to this family where the killings happened. So it was there. It was like an air. It was air- theirs to begin with. Yeah. So it was like an, a weird. That doesn't make it better. I mean, I think the the, the sad thing here is, is that um, th- now this is. So now they have three gravestones. It's surrounded by police tape. There's evidence marker of a baseball bat on the porch, which is no. a little much. The front door has silhouettes on the glass with help us written in dripping red paint. No. Handprints no, no, no. on the front windows. <laughs> the woman who grew up in the house. Okay, so this is the what, thing. What, I read okay, the article. Yeah, what is the thing? Because this is not. This house is well known for these killings, yes. right? And so constantly... They live in the house now. Constantly, people will drive by and yell, oh, uh, John killed the girl, whatever, you know? So this woman that owns it is like, I'm aware what happened here. Home run. Yeah. yeah. Grand slam. It it was a triple because three died. Mm. But uh, baseball. Uh, She wants to go, I'm aware what happened here. We know what happened here. She leaned into it to show like we're okay with it. I think the fact that a child died makes it, like not okay and i and i hate to be that person that's like well it's fine if it's adult like having these caveats of like cancel culture or whatever i don't i just think it's it's so fucking tragic especially yes. since the six-year-old was distraught i didn't know that until yeah, now she was distraught that um <laughs> no it, i mean it's just uh it just is tacky and, yeah. and and insensitive what did you think of this kind of reminds me of the backlash that kim kardashian is getting for the oj joke Oh, because she said I can take a stab at it, and she said, you know, he was the first black man I met. L- let me it's a stab in the dark. Something. What other yeah. jokes she made? Something about him being distraught. No, I, I don't think he was. He was. <laughs> he was. Calm stra- as a he was distraught. If anyone. Yeah. Anything. He was distraught. He was a distraught man. Um, um, no, I think 
Well, I think, I don't know. Time. Your glove that you're wearing looks shittier than the Bruno Mali gloves found at the crime scene. Look, it does fit, so I so can't quit. I want to quit this podcasting podcast. with you. Um, <laughs> wait a second. I really think that there is something about like murders where you're just like, oh, God, when, I just think when there are children involved, we don't, we don't need to like the, the baseball bat on the, it's just, it's too much. It's so sad. And it makes it almost but like. But everyone else can joke about it. But then if you're close to it, you can't joke. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's been thousands yeah. of OJ jokes, but because oh, she no, the knew, OJ jokes, it's like. Listen, if I ever get stabbed, if I ever die tragically and the murder is just like so horrible, so um, brutal, the, the, so sad, I'm distraught, I'm six, I'm, I'm telling you I'm okay with jokes being made about it because that's how you deal with pain. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah. But if you're close to it, that, I guess that's a more of a neck problem. wound, laceration, uh, you can't, th- th- a joke ain't going to solve that kind of pain, but yes. That is how people, I, I hope people make jokes about whatever kind of befalls me in the end. You know, um, I, I remember uh, Sarah Silverman did a joke at one of the roasts about Jennifer Love Hewitt. And she said that, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt, you're, Jennifer Love Hewitt is here. Ugh. Hi, doll. It's, people call you a, a young Audrey Hepburn. Do you, is that weird to you that uh, knowing you're going to die of colon cancer? Mm. Because Audrey Hepburn died of colon cancer. Oh, gotcha. And Fuck. I remember that getting a lot of, um, <laughs> oh, it's just like, it. she didn't kill her. She's yes. just acknowledging she died. But the of, word cancer, people are like, my great uncle died of cancer. When Sarah says it, cancer, it yes. sounds cute. Yeah, it, sounds it is cute. really fun to talk like her. Cause it's like, it just makes things like, like, uh, just more cute yeah, and fun. Silly and fun. And silly. And like, my is, dad died of cancer too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so anyway. No, but I, no, I just think it's interesting that like with Kim, Kim was close to it. So that's her joke to make. I think her dad died of cancer actually, or heart oh, attack. Oh yeah. yeah. Cancer. Cancer. And then cancer. And then cancer. Um, this woman, it's her house. She should be able to make the joke. Like, if anyone can make the joke, she should be able to make the joke. Mm. But I also think, like, it's interesting when, like, people put up scary decorations, but when there's a true story behind it, it adds so much more weight. Would you rather someone stab you or be with a baseball bat to kill you? I just wanted you to, like, pick the weapon I've I've been stabbed. Okay. And so you know what that feels like. I don't yet, though, so... I want to just think see what it would feel like to stab you. It depends you. where you're. It, it all depends <laughs> on where you're stabbed and where. The, Thanks, Noah. Where the baseball? Wait, what did you say? Wait, okay. So let me just say. Let me offer you some choices of okay. death. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, so I, let's say you have to be put to death, right? Yeah. Gallows. What's the gallows again? Head chopped off? No. Uh, keep guessing. H- uh, um, Vincent Gallo. Hung. He stabs you. No. Uh, yes, hung. Okay. So hung. hung um. A uh, firing squad. Okay. Um, uh, um, uh, lethal injection. Okay. So we're going by like, the, uh, or um, electric chair. Uh, ele- let's throw it in, but you're not going to choose that one. Who's who the fuck's going to choose that? Or um, uh, um, uh, getting hit by a set, uh, jump jumping off a building. 
Okay. Like a tall building or um, a semi truck running you over at like 60 miles an hour. Baseball bat? Uh, I, I don't think no one's going to pick baseball bat. Okay. I mean, we've we've th- those would be far. I mean, more I think it's, I think it's pretty easy there. Lethal injection. I really? Mean, yeah. I I've heard lethal injections really painful. Oh, I think I don't think it's like that humane. I would probably go firing range for you. Oh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would do firing range for myself too. But here's the thing: it depends where they're shooting you. That's all. Like, it's... well, I mean, I would say please aim for my head. I get the firing range. This is very grim. The I'm reason sorry why I wouldn't this. do it for you. Thanks. Is because I wouldn't know that I... I'm twitchy, and they might miss it and hit my jaw. No, I just... If I did it with, like, six other guys, I'd be upset that I don't know if I'm the one that That's why they do it, you know? So they don't know who (laughs) did it. You want to know... You want to know... Yeah, I want to know I gave you that last shot. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get to the next story. (laughs) Halloween. That's a good Halloween segment. That was a really good Halloween segment. Sorry for the gruesome nature of it, but... Yeah, if you're triggered, go to that person's house. And honestly, I just have one thing to say. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we send that to Noah and have her? I did. Oh, I did. God. I did. Um, Black Mirror's killer robot dog grows huge penis. No, that's just uh, funny to think of a robot dog with a giant cock. Uh, became a reality. Terrifying four-legged robot dog with a sniper rifle. I never saw the Black Mirror episode they're referencing, but okay. On its back was unveiled at a trade show. Unveiled. Yeah. Unveiled. <laughs> I wish the lambs would be unveiled. Um, okay, so there was a... Why are people making I don't murderous know. robots when we are so close to the robots being like, just turning their heads being like, I am smarter than you now. Yeah, Bow but you have a, a, Roomba, civilian. a Roomba. My Roomba would never hurt me. Well, then they're going to say the robot dog would never hurt you. I mean, if you put... But I'm a, not striking, strapping a rifle to my Roomba's back. Maybe we should and sell it. That'd be pretty badass. God, if one day my Roomba was just like, nom, 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 and then it just slowly was like, yeah, Nikki, time to die. And it just like started like vacuuming over my feet. And I'd be like, Roomba, this is fucking ridiculous. What are you even doing? Get back to that dust. Getting rid of Bunyan. Trying to eradicate Bunyan. (laughs) It would be funny if we just, we should. (gasps) No. And then it just like rolls over me and I get sucked into it. And like, it just, Climbs over. That would be like a horror movie where a Roomba just is like, rah, 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 and I'm like, no, and it's like my leg, and it's yeah. just crawling up my leg, and then it just like makes me all bloodied, so then I bleed out, and then it cleans it up. Yeah, and then it goes like me. It's a perfect crime. <laughs> now cleaning Roomba. <laughs> and then Luigi high fives it. Hey, look, this is a little dark. No, I'm just okay. Uh, uh, what's, no, what's the next news wait, story? But I love that they call this thing a, a dog to like oh, give yeah, it that's like it's kind of like Sarah Silverman saying cancer. It's like it's just a dog. It's just a can- murderous <laughs> little dog puppy dog. <laughs> it's just a robot that's gonna destroy us all. But it looks it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, it's a little dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're probably going to definitely die by that. I uh, mean, uh, we're going to blame these nerds for being for hooking guns up to these robots. Like those robots that they that, that look like the um, NFL one. Yeah, it's like, that's like can we stop? And they, they always have a bunch Boston of nerds. Boston Dynamics. Yeah. I used to drive by it all the time where I worked in Boston. In, in, yeah, uh, Boston Dynamics. Taunton, Taunton, Massachusetts. I would drive by it and you're like, God, there's nothing good going on up in that road. 
Like you in just Boston? see the Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we got to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's time. You know what time it is. Sports. <laughs> Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. Woo-wee, boy. I love Thursdays. Yeah, man. This is the one. And you put on your little sport glove for this one and your um ha- your golf hat. My, I got it all, boy. Getting ready for my golf trip. I feel like if I wear it more, I'll beat my brothers. Okay. A fan caught a <laughs> ball in her friend's prosthetic leg during a White Sox game. So they were waving this girl's leg at the outfielder. With a, a mid at the end? No, just the hole of the prosthetic leg. <laughs> Oh, and it's and they caught in the it ho- in the hole. No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's it's awesome. thicker than you think. It's a thigh thickness. So oh, okay. So the, the top of it, like yes. the hole of the top. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It does look like a, one of those scoops, those like lacrosse kind of netted. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love this. I love. <laughs> I love a prosthetic leg being used as a prop and just yes. like owning it. Oh, yeah, it's fun. I wish I, if I lost my legs, I pray to God that I could have a sense of humor about it. I know. I saw this one, <laughs> this TikTok where this guy gets on the leg machine at, at like at oh, a and gym, it... and he has no legs, and he's like, <sighs> like he forgot today. That That's he had so no funny. Legs. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my fuck yeah, own that shit. There's just something oh. so hot about a guy with. Uh, one leg that's like in shape no offense to people that are like being I would think that most people but there's like a, a really fit guy that yeah. has, has la- la- you think it's lost in the war or like you blew it off cleaning his gun or whatever like or some you know, a robot dog bit it yeah Roomba attack <laughs> that one guy that one dog his dick hit it there's just it's so hot for summer I love a guy with a limp I got up and I, I'm not trying to like sexualize or mm-hmm. um what's it called what, fetishize that because i know that i once had a friend that was really into women with stumps and like prosthetics oh. like actively was horned up for it and so but why I, not that's great yeah but i don't what, when does a fetish why is a fetish bad i'll tell you i would not i would like to i would definitely um think about being with someone younger but if they had a milf fetish where they're like i like that you're older like that's the reason they wanted to be with me it would feel icky, and I yeah, think that you a have lot prosthetic of prosthetic time- eyelashes. That's true. If that was why, then because <laughs> I, if they liked my little stumpy lashes, <laughs> you um, can catch a baseball. With no, those. I, have, I have pretty. No, I don't have fake ones on right now. By the oh. way, don't don't you dare blame me for that. Um, I wear them on my theater shows. I wear fake ones, but <laughs> I will say that I think I can't speak for the uh, Asian women, but I I do, yes. I do hear that Asian women. Are, it's it sucks for them because sometimes they're fetishized when they think it's just a, a, a guy wanting to go out with them, but it's really about, and it it just makes it not about you. Like when I got upset last night, it was because that. I thought you were saying you only hang out with me because you're, I'm your boss. And I was like, that makes me feel that is a facet of our relationship and that you do like about me probably, but in that I give you opportunity and believe in you and all the things that come with being uh, your employer, yeah. but also that's it. Like that's what I would feel yes. if it was 
uh, like if someone had a mill fetish. My thing is, is that if you're a prosthetic, if you have a prosthetic leg, right? A mm-hmm. lot of people are instantly ruling you out because of that. Mm. So if there's a small percentage of people that are like really turned on by it, if I had a prosthetic, I'd be like, fuck yeah, thank you. I will you. say if men were into bunions, I would, if you only like me for my bunions, so do I. I only like, <laughs> That's I, what I'm I'd saying. be into it. My point being is like a lot it's of people rule you out probably after they saw your feet. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah. I went to a foot fetish party for not safe and the guy was just like, Ugh. Oh. you've never seen that clip. <laughs> he just goes, no, that's not for me. <laughs> And it was, it was actually offensive. And then one guy was massaging my feet, and he said he was getting excited. Wait, what ha- can we go through what happens at a foot fetish party? Like, you go in, and they go, take off your shoes, and yeah, then Yeah, you go guys- in, and there's women hired to either be, like, kind of models, foot models that walk around, and they'll walk on guys' feet. They'll, like, you know, a guy will lay on the ground, and a woman will just put her feet on the man, and they'll suck their feet, and they get tipped and things. Oh, okay. They're, and then they're... Um, it's mostly men paying to be there and women being paid probably by... So the- you take your shoes off and the guy goes... Eh. He was just like, yikes, okay. And I go... Can we what get this think- girl some prosthetics? And then I put, I put my feet together. It was a really funny clip. I put my toes together and did this. Yeah. Like this, like I was concocting oh, an evil plan. <laughs> like, I could probably still do it. it was like really making funny. a potion? Yeah, because I can... I'm pretty, amb- I'm pretty uh, dexterous with, yeah. my, with my toes. Um... Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, anyone that owns that shit, that's awesome. And I, I like know. that it was the girl's friends, too. The girl was just like, guys, stop it. They were bullying her and were like, that's fucking cool, man. <laughs> you have to give me back my leg. Yeah. Like yeah. my friend who used to pee her pants when she laughed. Like that was like a true disability she had. Every time she laughed too hard, she would piss her pants off full bladder. Not just a little squirt, full bladder. And we used to like... We used to just surround her when we thought it was happening and try to get her. Me and Kirsten would fight each other to be like, no, I was the one that made her pee. Almost like a firing range. <laughs> Being like, no, it was me. It was mine. And I'm There's like, something about a full bladder that just makes it so much sadder because it takes. That's oh. a 30 second. Like, dude, she didn't have waiting. any. She didn't have any power to stop her um, pee stream. Because one time I was peeing. Uh, she was over in my house and I yeah. went in the bathroom and was peeing. We were talking and I couldn't hear her. So I stopped my stream to be like, what'd you say? And she goes, did you just what did you just stopped and started again? And I go, yeah, everyone can do that. And she's like, I can't. Once it starts, it all goes out. And I was like, oh, huh. Uh, hey. <laughs> um, okay. Has she ever controlled to- it or no? She no. Never. And when those commercials that? came out that were like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. Gotta go, gotta go. I was like, get on that stuff. Talk to your doctor about Laracel or whatever yeah, the fuck it was. It probably like makes your fucking ears fall off, but then you can stop your piss. Yeah. Vanthrax. I mean, she was born prematurely, so she also has this thing on her eye that her doctor said that one day... (laughs) I start laughing because it's so funny the way the doctor described it, but they said that, like, one day her eye will... She'll just... She'll go blind in in one of her eyes and that the curtain will close. It'll be like... a. And we just always pictured like two the little guys on the side of her <laughs> eyes being like, and it's time to like the end of the show. And then like people come out and bow and flowers. Yeah. Like we would, and one time we were swimming in the pool and she was like, guys, the curtain's closing. The curtain's closing. And we were like, encore, encore. <laughs> but it hasn't closed yet. So she's, she's okay for now. <laughs> There's gotta be something you can do about that. Some kind of stitches to I'm put on sure your yeah, eyelid. A cool eye patch. She'll be fine. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, she'll she'll deal, but it is sad. I mean, but blindness. I can't think of anything. Honestly, I I really would rather lose my ability to walk than to be to go blind. I know, it must but be I've so never heard someone scary. go blind just because their eyelids don't work. 
No, it's not their eyelids, dude. It was like, it was just a, it's like macular degeneration. Oh, I but thought, it would happen like, boom. I thought when you were talking about curtains, like there were two little guys pulling the eyelids together, like no, two little curtains. that's insane. <laughs> that is insane that you thought that that might be a thing. That your eyelids would just permanently close and yeah, they could never pry you, them apart. I picture two drill. little guys going, pulling. Like, they would just surgically remove your eyelid if it refused yes, to that's open what I'm up saying. like a like that's, a, that's a stingy <laughs> clam. I took it too literal. Oh my god, we used to call this one guy Quam Eyes <sighs> because he kind of talked like this. Like he talked with his mouth like this, just like because he wanted to, and. We used to call him Quam Eyes because he his eyes, a lot of people do have Clam Eyes. I'm jealous of them because their eyes meet the same up as down. Mm. Do you know, like they come together in the middle instead of mine go, the top comes down. But Quam Eye people, because he had that, like this, we called him Quam Eyes. And uh, his eyes were like under the sea and they were <laughs> little quams. And then there are times Steve Buscemi has quam eyes. Oh yeah. You know, sure. where it's like it both. So send in your quam eye submissions. Looks like a pug. For our next th- Fanthrax. Hey, can I go to the bathroom before we get to Fanthrax? Yeah. Yes. Or maybe um, Andrew can just herald us in. To yeah, it. I can herald. Uh, okay, you hold the show while I pee. It's going to be very, very fast. Okay, yeah, I got it. All right, Noah, let's get, a, let's, let's start out Fanthrax. Oh man, Avi sounds happier than ever. <laughs> so what do we I've, got first here? Uh, I'm excited. Okay, I don't know. I feel like we need to wait for Nikki to come back. Nope. Okay. Start her up. I'll fill her in. So Noah, yeah, let's read this one. Noah's famous. She's Tucson famous, which is. You're like a uh, no, no, an no. R-rated celebrity. Nikki is or famous. Or like something low on the alphabet. Nikki is so famous that she got me recognized in Tucson at an yeah, REI story yesterday. My life. Story of my life. I got to put back on my Taylor Swift shirt. I put over my jumper because, you know, I'm going strong now. I think this is like day seven. Of Taylor? Of a Taylor Swift shirt. And some might be a repeats, but they're different shirts. I want to be Did you have to take you. off your whole... Yeah, I had to take off the shirt to get oh. onto the romper, but I'm back. Okay, Noah, yeah, you got spotted at REI by someone who recognized your voice. It was so cute. I mean, that's uh, unbelievable. Can I just read this part of the message, which uh, is already giving me a hot flash? <laughs> okay. He goes, I just realized I saw you and Avi at REI tonight. I was listening to the pod before I got there and overheard you talking. I was like, man, that voice sounds really familiar. Then I looked you up on Instagram, and sure enough, it was you. Oh my god! And you remember this guy? So yes, because I then of course I go and I look him up on Instagram, and we like I went. Wait, how did you know that this guy was on Instagram? How oh, from you, his profile. From the from the message that he oh, sent to the pod. Oh, you looked him up from the message. Got it. Got it. I thought yeah. you were like saw him in REI, and there was a new kind of shazam for people's faces. <laughs> no, no, no. And then like I do remember Sorry, I was, was look- this guy following us. I was looking up like the the leggings. And stuff, and I'm, I just like see this guy kind of like looking at me, but I didn't like. I was, <laughs> I don't you know, nothing I just, of it. You were just I like, oh, think, you might think I'm cute, or you might have overheard our conversation, or yeah. And I just find that people here in Tucson are very um, sociable and like just friendly. You know, they just yeah. You met some talk. of your best friends in a parking lot. Six of them. I met six. Like, <laughs> well, eventually became six friends. Um, so yeah. So hi and thank you. I hope that I didn't say anything weird. 
I love that. And can I just beg our listeners, if you see us out and about, maybe you're not, the, maybe you don't even want to, but like, say hi. We would love it. Would you have loved it? Or what do you feel? I I would have been like, okay, so you remember I was, um, my sister-in-law and my brother took me on vacation when we were doing the radio show. It was maybe like two months in. And uh, it was like a Ritz Carlton. It was like a very nice hotel. Oh we yeah, were, I remember that. We were at breakfast, and my nephew just kept going, "Auntie Noah, Auntie Noah." And someone at a table nearby overheard. I think her name was Steph, and she comes over and she goes, "Are you the Noah from the Nikki Glaser radio show?" And I was just like, my whole world. It was like mm. you know, um, in the Wonder Years, when where they like zoom out of Kevin's head, and there's that like narrator, that that narrator yeah. voice. <laughs> yes, I was, I was just like. What is happening? And she was so sweet. She said she would listen every morning. And I, I couldn't believe it's that I got recognized at that point. That's how famous you are. I mean, are. people do love you and they love your voice as I'm talking over it. No, it's like, <laughs> it, it makes me so happy when people give me letters to give to you, which by the way, I do have, um, actually, I have it over here. No, please don't. I'm not, I won't read it. I won't read it. Okay. But I do have, um, I do have more letters from our, our fans this past week. Uh, maybe these are from last week. Uh, anyway, let's get to our let's get to one of the voice memos, or or you're yes. gonna read one. Let's um, let's play a voice memo from Kristen. Hey, no jerky, bestie Kristen here, longtime listener, and so I have a mispronunciation story, and I also want to shout you guys out for giving me some courage recently. So my mispronunciation story takes place like 10 years ago. I was in middle school, and my long-distance bestie and I were hanging out at her grandparents, doing what we always did, making updates to our Tumblr pages. <laughs> well, I was Googling something, and I needed to minimize a pop-out window. But instead of saying that, I said minimize. And I've pretty much pronounced it that way ever since. I hope that doesn't minimize. make me cool. <laughs> Next thing is, Nikki, I have to shout you out. You brought me so much light during COVID, and I can never thank you enough for being my Taylor Swift. I remember how you've openly talked about attending comedy shows alone and how much you enjoyed it, and so you inspired me to get tickets to your show this Friday in Durham, North Kapalaki. <laughs> I spent more than I've Hell ever yeah. spent on shows or tickets so that I could get a seat in row A. I'm so excited for Andrew and Anya and the whole gang, so thank you for giving me the courage to attend the show alone. Look out for me because I'm going to be wearing these snakeskin boots I bought after seeing how hot you look in your pink ones. Also, Nikki, your voice sounds adorable, and you'll be welcomed with open arms in Durham no matter what canker sore procedure you just had. Also, P.S., I love how that one bestie who wrote in one time said how they wrote out their voice message before recording, and so I did the same thing. Love you guys. I can tell. Oh, I love her. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't want to minimize that, but that was fantastic. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if the, if if, I, if our listeners get the same joy from hearing these as we do, but Jesus Christ. What was her name? Kristen. Kristen, um, make sure you... Um, you DM me, girl, and and let me know. Um, uh, you're I I'll, I want to meet you, so I'll I'll give you a little meet and greet, um, bump up, um, because thank you so much for. Did she say she bought four tickets? Uh, I didn't hear four tickets, but she said that it was. Um, you know, she had saved up and spent a good amount of money, oh and she's God. looking forward to it. I mean, I am like, 
overwhelmed by people spending their hard-earned money on a ticket to see me. I am going to, that show's going to be super special now, more so than ever, because, and it's tomorrow night. And my brother, my little brother and his wife's going to be there. Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah. I'm going to really give it my all now because. <laughs> for my brother. Yeah, for my brother. Just, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, that, for my well, brother. Well, I'm taking yeah. it back down a couple <laughs> notches, Kristen, but what did she say? She's going to be wearing pink boots. Um, She got a uh, snake skin boots. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mine, though, mine are. I hope they're not real, but I'm sh- assuming they're not. I'm assuming I, I, this they girl, are. It sounded like they might. Be nah, real. it's all right. <laughs> uh, I have. I. 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 I'll, I'll allow it. I, this girl can do no wrong in my book. I loved that note. I love that she wrote it out. I love that another bestie kind of encouraged her to do that because I bet there's a lot of people that are like, I'm gonna fuck it up. And I'm going to say something stupid and then it's going to like beep and then it's going to be too late and then no one's going to play it. We're going to get made fun of. We won't do that to you, by the way. And if you come to my show, let me just make sure you know I am never if you need to go to the bathroom and get up in the middle of me telling a story and it's really quiet. I'm never going to be like, look at this guy taking a fucking dump. Or this girl's, wait up, where are you going, Missy? I'm never going to call you out. I understand panic disorders. I understand anxiety. I understand having to go to the bathroom. I want you to be as comfortable as possible and never feel trapped. You can run out screaming, and I will never be like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I'm never going to do that. So feel free to come to my show and sit in the middle and don't be worried about, oh, my God, I'm going to be trapped. She's going to, like, it's going to be too weird for me to get up and then everyone's going to see and she's going to make fun of me. I will not do that to you. I promise. Unless you're wearing a really dumb shirt. Just kidding. But I really won't. Yeah, I will. Don't do it during Andrew's bit, but mine, I promise. Just hold it for Andrew's, but during mine, I will not make fun of you. Um, All right, let's get to... uh, Do you want to read the next one? Yeah, that one. Which one? Or maybe it's not the one that I think, but... Do you want to read the like one of the letters that someone gave you? Oh, yes, sure. I'll read this. Sure. Okay, this says Nikki. Hold on. Let me open the card. I um someone gave me in New York a um Starbucks uh ornament that says New York on it, and she also got me a Starbucks gift card. Another person also got me a Nikki Glazer survival pack or like what are those things where it's like they they emergency they, kit. Emergency kit. Mm. Thank you. And it was um For your bunker. Yeah, and it was a Starbucks gift card, um, a the ordinary uh, hydrating serum that I talk about, and what was the other thing on it? Oh, maybe it was the one with the Taylor Swift dog leash, and it was something else that was really funny. God damn it, I'm sorry. If, oh, maybe candy or no, it was a protein bar. It was a vegan protein bar. So good. Thank you so much. Uh, forget the name of the person that gave that to me, but it was really really nice. Shake it off. Oh my god, this is a Taylor Swift card. I know cards can be overwhelming for you, so I'll keep this short. You saved me from one of the darkest periods of my life simply with a podcast episode. Your your feature on Esther's Weird Adults podcast. Oh, awesome. So, um, guys, check out me on Weird Adults with Esther, um, little Esther. No matter what path you take in your career, your five fans, true fans. I was like, what? Five fans. Your true fans will always have your back. We love you for you. Your stand-up does not make up your entire identity. Thank you for... For getting me tickets to the sold out show, your bestie, Christine. Christine, thank you so much for that. And read this other one really quickly. Um, This girl gave me the, the, this was from Jen. She gave me the, um, the cup. She said, I'm not always creative with gifts, but I know you like Starbucks. Maybe you'll spot down, maybe you'll spot John Mulaney again. Oh, oh, the old John Mulaney at uh, Starbucks yesterday, actually. There's stuff ran on the back, too. Um, sometimes I draw what a whole grain looks like for my patients, but I secretly think it looks more like a vagina. Thought you may enjoy my dual <laughs> artwork. 
That does look like a vagina, a whole grain. What does this bitch what do? Kind of patience, yeah. Yeah, maybe she's a nutritionist or oh, a, gotcha. a gluten um, uh, anti. You don't like whole advocate. grains, but if you love pussy, yeah, the guy that looks like a stressed out uh, like Starbucks barista, John Mulaney. So John Mulaney, uh, four months ago. Yeah, um, he. <laughs> I saw him yesterday with Kirsten at the Starbucks, and I did the thing that I hate when people do, where I whispered to Kirsten, "I go look behind you, John Mulaney," and. And then she looked up and he was looking no. at us right when I he after he saw me whisper to her. And I hope that he thought that I was like, that guy looks like John Mulaney. Because John Mulaney's hot. It's not a, it's not a bad it's not thing. It's not a bad thing. But I thought, you know, it was just, it seemed like we were making fun of him. Because then she laughed because it was so uncanny, but not because it, was, it felt so bad. Didn't you almost want to say something? Yes, I did. But I didn't. And I should have. Yeah. My canker sores were hurting so bad. I was just like, I'm just going to let him think that we were bullying him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm You'd sorry, You have to throw John. the coffee in his face. I know. Um, all Do right. we have another voice one or no? You and that glove. What's up? You jealous? <laughs> we have so many voice messages. Um, this one comes from Maddie. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Um, okay, first of all, I just want to say that I'm Matus, who made all of those posts in the... Uh, Nikki subreddit um, but none of them are negative though so I just want to say that uh, also you just put my story you. on your story and if I knew you were going to do that I probably would have written something cur, so I'm glad that I didn't um, but <laughs> yeah anyway I just want to say uh, but, like during the whole pandemic when you were uh, when you were still doing the you were podcast I was I was in the exact same situation as you because I I was living this amazing life in a different city with lots of friends that I've always wanted. And I had to like move back in with my parents, even though I felt like way too old and I didn't know what was gonna happen next. I was like so oh my god, I was so depressed. And listening to you up every day, oh my god, like you have no idea how oh god, like what that did for me. It really, really helped me. So, yeah, like, that's all I really wanted to say. And, yeah, all the swells. And don't be cut. <laughs> hmm. What was his name? Maddie. Oh, my God, Maddie. Thank you so much. I get really teary-eyed when people talk about um, uh, last year and, like, listening to that podcast because that podcast was really hard for me to do because I was so depressed. And some days it was like running a marathon with – a prosthetic legs which i don't understand what that would be like but it really was like easier the last yeah a lot easier um it was the last thing i wanted to do and it was so hard and i was so sad and i feel like it got me through it too because i just i guess i was thinking about those people that were listening i can't even believe people were listening i was in such a bad place i'm glad that it helped people but man i was so alone then too it just it it makes me feel better in retrospect even though maybe I wouldn't didn't know it at the time, I think that like I felt like the ha- hands of all the people on my back when I was sitting in that chair in my dad's office, and like it was a hot summer day. I just remember being so depressed and being like, I don't want to do this fucking podcast. I have to just talk by myself. I don't have anything to talk about. And poor Noah would have to like edit it later on and like listen to me ramble about like I was just, my brain was so in a bad place, but. There's something, when I picture that time, 
I honestly start picturing like all these people listening and like how I wasn't alone and like that podcast actually probably saved me. And honestly, thank you to everyone who listened to that and who listens to me now still. And and because you put up with a lot here too. But I, I really love you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I promise I meant everything, but just get in is really fun to just drop it. Hey, are you excited about uh my brother being at the show tomorrow? No. So let's yes. get um no, I know. Say. Of course I know that I was supposed to say yes and then just kidding. But it's funnier that yeah. the thing you expected me to do. I know, I, I got it. Just kidding. Just kidding. Wait, what'd you say? Just kidding. Wait, one time more time up? Just kidding. It's the best. Final thought. Fuck me. Do we have one more? Yes. Wait, can you read the one that we you sent to us today? Uh, Oh, from from Andrew. Andrew, you should read it. Yeah, will you read that one, Noah? Okay, just kidding. No, I don't (laughs) love this. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Get that dog's dick out of your mouth and read it for us, Andrew. Okay. Um, here it is. I had gallbladder surgery yesterday, and when I woke up in my room, my nurse kept asking me random things about you. I was answering all their questions, but I was a little confused. Then, when one of the, my doctors came in, he was telling me that during the whole surgery Damn. recovery, I was telling them that Nikki Glazer is my best friend. <laughs> Just kidding. No, LOL. Really having all the swells. Hope you guys are staying well. So this girl. That's from Amanda. What's her name? Coma State. Amanda. Uh, Amanda. Dude, that makes me so happy that you even, (laughs) like, the stuff we say when we're in, you know, uh, anesthesia state. Yeah. Anesthesia. When we're uh, we're anesthetized. American Idol. Yeah. (laughs) Fantasia. (laughs) When we're Anastasia. Uh, Komeninsky. No, when we that is that's just so embarrassing. Even the stuff like Kirsten said that a couple times last night. She said I was saying full sentences. I was just like talking in my sleep, and I know what I was dreaming about. I'm really scared of what I might have said. I can only imagine the shit that I would say to an anesthesiologist. Did she? Can she tell you what you said? She said it was just like me being like, and I just think that, and it's just like, like I was talking that loud. But she said it was nothing specific. But I was like, whew, because. I had some incestual dreams. Uh, incestual? Kind of incestuous. Do you know what that means? Oh, not incest. No, yes. Oh. Like, that's a common... I, I'm not embarrassed to admit that sometimes my dreams get a little incesty. Whoa. You've never had that happen where you're like, something happens with a family member, sexual? Yikes. Nikki just admitted. Mo- you know what? And With who? Yeah, with your family cousin? member. No, you don't know. And honestly, I don't mean any of this. I was... Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, but you're uh, having incest dreams. I have incest dreams sometimes, and I'm not. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Noah, have you ever had a dream where you're like, "Ew"? I have. Okay, I'll I'll give this one to you. I never had incest dreams, but I had a dream that I was like kissing someone, and I was sharing a bed with my sister, and I woke up and I was kissing her head. <laughs> oh my god that's so you just actually had an incest moment yes. that's hilarious it's so humiliating but we can't help of it okay listen i had a dream that i was blowing my brother while his dog watched and when i woke up just blowing his dog oh thank yeah. god yeah. that would have been so embarrassing it would have been so weird um <laughs> Okay, look at this. This Wait, I just Googled are, incest are you dreams. You're not gonna say who you're banging. I, literally, name a family member. I've dreamt of banging them. 
Shut the what? front door. And I come from a Catholic family. We've got many, many... Uh, I have a lot of relatives. These are five common sex dreams aren't actually about sex. Number one, sex with your boss. Number two, cheating. This is an article from archive.attn.com. Three, sex with your best friend. I've, I haven't had a sex dream about you. Four, incest. Incest may be the most unsettling sexual act to dream about. If you've woken up horrified from a dream about sex with a parent or f- other family member, it doesn't mean that you are sexually attracted to them on a subconscious level. These dreams tend to reflect tension or distance in fl- f- familial relationships. Sex with a parent may have to do with transitioning into adulthood or becoming a parent yourself. Sex with any family member can be about acceptance, deep forgiveness, a longing to be closer, or just what you really want. I'm just kidding. Or healing a yeah, rift. Just kidding. So, just kidding. But um, I am really <laughs> flattered that someone thought they were friends with me. You are friends with me. I, 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 honestly, you are. Yeah, you don't have to lose a gallbladder to admit it either. What is a gallbladder? And like, what? why? Why? I guess we don't need it. I think it's one of those, which is are weird. You sure? Yeah. Like a pancreas. The gall. Not the pancreas. The appendicitis. Uh, the gall of God giving you a th- organ you don't need. Well, you have the bladder and then the gallbladder. I guess the gallbladder, I think, is the one that gives you bile, which you definitely need. You definitely need that. Oh, so to sorry know when that you, you lost your gallbladder. You need to stop throwing up if you're a bulimic out there. I mean, that's hopefully she's okay. Please don't be. I guess she's okay. I guess I, I think you. I guess you just. Did. Um. Yeah. Let us know what if your gallbladder is okay, and if you had it removed, or what was going on, and and how we can all prevent that from happening to us. Maybe uh, you could put a prosthetic. We gotta in go. There. Um, that is so, but I'm so flattered by that. I, I, what a, a treat that someone th- thought about me when in there. Like, have you ever been under anesthesia? Yeah, with my asshole colon. Oh, that's right. Colonoscopy. Okay. It's weird. Did I, you say anything weird? I did have vision. <laughs> I had visions of like they knew, like I was awake while they were flipping me around. Uh huh. And. I had like visions of them like pointing at my and laughing at my penis. Okay, well that. But it was my uncle, so it's completely. It's just about familiar. Is there a thing called incest where it's like incest, but with like ghosts of your Whoa. ancestors? Whoa! Why you think like that you happened? blow your old like uncle, great uncle who you never met before, Tony? Yeah. I don't know, but he was—he might have been in that surgery room. But I just kind of have a weird memory of them like flipping me around and like. I mean, I, I want to hear if you're a bestie and you've witnessed people on anesthesia. What's the weirdest thing you've heard someone say? Yeah. And did you tell them afterwards what they said? Let us know. Uh, we'll hear from you next week with Fanthrax on Thursday. We have so many. They're just piling up. We got to get through them faster next week. Maybe we do a whole episode of I, them pretty coming so. up. Yeah. Um, thank you for dealing with my canker sore drama this week. We are healing up. I can't wait to see you in Durham tomorrow night and then in Charleston on Saturday night. Thank you so much for going to shows. And then Indianapolis next weekend, Milwaukee next weekend. And um, yeah, can't wait. And I love you guys. And Jacksonville, Florida. Or Oregon. Or Missouri. Oh. (laughs) Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. 
Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.